And welcome to another edition of On the Board Sports. I'm your host, William Cherucci, a.k.a. Will C. And I'm here with all my main man, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T., along with the owner of Gotham Podcast Studios with us, who is also our producer today, Matt Peters. Matt is always awesome with the capital A, but yes, more importantly, Sean, how are you doing today? I am doing cold. I'm very cold, but I'm in a warm studio, warm environment, so... Thank God I'm in a warm environment right now, spending eight hours, ten hours almost in a refrigerator known as the new LaGuardia Airport headhouse is just absolutely uh, no place to be. Thank, but, you for, thank you for your service, Will. But sometimes jobs got to get done, and you got to do what you got to do. So anytime, anytime for the future of New York City here. So, And we also have a very special guest with us right now on the phone. Not for the first time. Not for the, not first for the second time. For the third time, he's blessing us by coming on the show. Absolutely. And that is Andrew Salop. Am I pronouncing your name right? Yeah, man. You could call me Combo, man. I got to I, I gotta call you Combo <laughs> from now on. Combo. <laughs> A.K.A. Yeah, Combo. Andrew, yeah, we're out here, man. What up? What up? What up, everyone? We're here, man. We're here. Absolutely. What's going on, man? Pat? We're I doing good, you, man. You know, you know what I think happens to Chris Stapps, man? It's cold outside. He, he just oh. didn't want to be here anymore. So. <laughs> oh, man. You know, we were just going to lead off with that. You know, unbelievable trade right here by the Knicks. The Knicks give up Chris Tapps, Porzingis, uh, De- uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Courtney Lee. And Trey Burke. And they really gave up Trey Burke? Yes, they did. Wow. Okay, that's... Even crazier, somewhat. For Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, a first-round draft pick. Am I missing anybody else? And Wesley Matthews. They actually just updated the trade two first-round picks. And two first-round picks. Future first-round draft picks. Yes. You know, what a crazy world. Combo, what, what's your take on this trade right now? Because I, I want to go into a, a little rant, but I also want to hear your opinion first. So, well, what's your I take? Mean, I'm not the. I mean, I'm not the biggest Knicks fan or anything. You know, I grew up liking the Bulls. I'm not going to lie to you, but you know, let's look at the upside for the Knicks, man. They could actually sign two max free agents. So let's look at the bright side, you know. Mm-hmm. But but seriously, um, I don't think it's ever good to to give up a potential generational type player like Chris Stapps. But you know, on the other hand, he didn't want to be there. It seems like so. That's the climate we're in right now. Absolutely. Also. What's your take on the players that they get back in return? I know this is a salary cap dump with regards to DeAndre Jordan and uh, West Matthews and Wesley Matthews, and possibly their their last year, pro- probably in New York. Now, but where? What do you? What do you? What do you like about Dennis Smith Jr. coming here to the Knicks? I like Dennis Smith Jr. Um, he has potential. One thing I, I I'm not going to lie to you. When I look at Dennis Smith Jr., it seems like he can be on the road to being like a stats guy, kind of like how Tim Hardaway Jr. is. But he is younger, so let's see if he can fit an NBA role on a winning team. Um, I'd like to see more from him. Definitely has potential. Um, he might have still been there if it wasn't for Luka. You know what I mean? DeAndre Jordan, man, he is a, a, a player that I think could really be a part of a winning, even a championship team. Um, his free throws percentage has, has gone up which is great. So I think that's a big pickup for the Knicks. And uh, Wesley Matthews, I always like, man, 3 and D guy, can shoot the three. Um, any player in this current NBA that can shoot the three is a plus. Humble, man. And, you know, oh, I, I'm going to get back uh, to the trade, but ever since our NBA preview show, which you were on, you've been praising 
Luca, 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 and he has made you look right uh, every single night. Can you just give me what your thoughts have been on the first half of the season uh, that he's had? Yeah, man. I was trying to tell people draft night. I always I I talk about this story um, all the time, man. I was in forty forty with my good friend Randy, who's actually been on the podcast, and I told him, man, Luca's going to be the best player from this year's draft. I posted it on Instagram, and people were going at me like, he's too slow, he's too this, and you know, I have been proven right. Thanks, <laughs> right. But on top of that, man, he, he's been he's surprised even me for how fast he's been. Uh, for how fast he's been improving, I knew he was going to get more comfortable, but he's really looking like, in my opinion, that he could be a future MVP candidate. So, I mean, shouts to Luca, man. I think he's just going to keep getting better and better. Um, I might let up on talking about him now because everybody's on Luca now, so it's not even fun anymore, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, combo, you know, you, you talk about what Luca's doing right now. He may be going the All-Star game. As a uh, you right. know, as Which an all star, he, he deserves it. Well, he deserves it for sure. Absolutely. How many rookies have you ever seen in your lifetime playing the being in the NBA, be an all star in their rookie year? Probably none. I don't think none. Mm-mm. I think I think he was. Jo- was, jo- was Jordan a rookie? Uh, no, LeBron was a rookie. Uh, LeBron was all star, right? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? No. Nope. How about, how about Jordan? Uh, you know, that's a very good question, but I know LeBron, he never made it to the All-Star game in his rookie year, so that's something that uh, is... So Luke is probably the first. That's crazy. If, if it does come okay, to fruition. It's not, it's not out yet, right? It's, no, no, no. Nothing's out yet. It'll but, come out tonight. Yeah. Oh, it comes yeah, out tonight? Man, tonight, deser- yeah. Oh, it comes out tonight? Yeah, tonight, man, yeah. he deserves it. The numbers he's putting up, um, the way he, he's looking like a 10-year vet, so you could say he's a rookie, but the way he's playing is not like a rookie, and I think he should be in that game. To be honest, definitely, man. Uh, so back to this trade, you know. So the trade just just took place, but you know, all of my Nick friends and Nick fans are going crazy. Oh, it's a bad trade! Oh, it's a bad trade! I don't think it's a bad trade because you clear up the cap space. Smith Jr. You put him with a Trier and a Kevin Knox, and it gives them the space to go out and get two max max. Um, um, saying they could go out and get a Durant, a Butler, so on and so forth. So, do so. So I know you're not a Nick fan, but if you were, do you like the trade or or do you wish that they could have found a way to uh, make him, you know, thrilled and to keep him here? Look, man, losing Porzingis is not good, man. Not good. Um, on the bright side, you can sign two max guys. The problem with that is, I think the lore of coming to New York City was the was that chance to play with a guy like Porzingis. You know, I think that's something that would go through Kyrie's mind or KD's mind and wanting to come to New York. And now since Porzingis is gone, it might be, you know, Kyrie wants to win. He's talking about how he's called LeBron and how he misses those days. Almost, like, he didn't say he misses those days, but that's what you can infer from it, from just being um, on a championship contending team, which he still is on now. Right. But, you know, those guys want to win. KD obviously wants to win. He went to, he went to Golden State. Um, I'm sure he would like to get on a team where he gets a little bit more of the credit for it. Um, but I think – these guys don't might not feel like they have a chance with the Knicks now that Porzingis is not there. And on top of that, with social media, man, you don't have to go to a major market. So the law of New York is not as big as it used to be. So it sounds good having two max slots, but I think it'll be tough to get a guy like Kyrie or KD to come to the Knicks at this point. I I still can't believe the Knicks right now that they would actually trade away 
Yeah, uh, I, like I don't Chris think Tapps. that's I don't think that's the answer that Will wanted to hear. So. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not a Nick fan in any way, shape, or form. But the way how basketball is ultimately played, especially in the in the uh, today's NBA, and even back 20 years ago, you build your team through the draft, you sign a couple of role guys, and you know maybe you make a couple of trades here and there. But for them to to do this, they have failed miserably over the past decade and a half, maybe almost 20 years since they traded away Patrick Ewing because they at one point in time, the Knicks had the highest salary cap. Uh, they were the highest team with regards to salary, and look what that left them, you know, in shambles. They wound up getting out. They signed Amari Stoudemire back in 2010, and it really hasn't looked that good ever since. You know, one a couple playoff appearances – in nine years, but still, if the Knicks and the Knicks fans think that getting a guy like Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or a even even a chance of getting a Zion Williamson, they're fooling themselves here because they don't know. They don't know what's going to happen in the near future, you know? I think they might have a better chance of Zion. Than, uh, or did they give up this year's draft pick? No, they, don't, no, they didn't. Oh, okay. Then they have a better chance for Zion than KD or Kyrie, so that's, that's a plus for them. And, you know, it's a totally different NBA right now. Um, Will, you know, the players have more leverage. If they don't want to be somewhere, you know, you can't hold them to it. And, you know, you could get into a um, a Kawhi situation, right. um, the situation that happened with the Timberwolves. You know, mm-hmm. those type of situations are bound to happen if you don't let a top guy go when he wants to go. So just the players have more leverage than 20 years ago. Absolutely, and you know what? You kind of don't want to get into the players' leverage too, because you know what? For for the Knicks, they got rid of they got rid of uh, KP. They could have looked at it and said, "Hey, you know what?" They could have had him stay, but just the way how everything disintegrated in a span of literally hours, hours, hours for this to happen. There, there's. It's. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around around this because as a Nick fan, list whoever's a Nick fan listening into this show, it's just unbelievable. I mean, the ten and forty record I get. The superstar wasn't there, and you know, yeah, they haven't really won with uh, Porzingis there, but also too. And Sean, you might might uh, yeah. like this one. He even said himself that he wants to come to New York, you know, and might play with the Nets. Right. If he doesn't sign that qualifying offer, or if he does in 2020, you know, he plans to sign it, and he might be a restricted uh, restricted free agent in 2020. But still, you know, it's it's just crazy. I, I'm still trying to f- get my head around this. So, you know. Combo, man, you, you, should, you should see Will. Will, Will looks like that kid that, like, had his lunch and his lunch like fell like on the floor so now he has like no lunch <laughs> it's uh, i'm i'm just well, speechless well it's, a, well, well it's a good wait i thought you're not a Knicks fan well, i'm not but the, i'm not but the like i said the way how to build a team you build it through the draft and the way how the Knicks are going about it is the way how they've been doing their 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 order of operations for the past 15 years, it's not the right move. They haven't won anything. They got to build this fan base back up. And getting the young players was the right way to go 
in, in the draft and, you know, yeah, you got to lose in order to get some of these top-notch young players. But, man, you know, this is more on the Knicks than it is on the Mavs because the Mavs right now, they got themselves really – imagine if KP comes back next week and he plays next week. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Funny. No, I'm serious. If that does happen. Oh, and, the, and it's, you know, I had, I had Ian Begley on my show, and he was – he was, I kind of talked to him about that. There's been reports that I've heard, that I've seen online, and this wasn't Ian saying this, was me saying this, that I've seen that saying that KB, that KB, KP kind of wanted to play. Right. You know, he's feeling better. I, I mean. Know? And um, maybe he will play this year with Dallas and uh, start that chemistry up with him and Luca. you know? Yeah. That's actually what I was about to um, and I ask you. Uh, what do you, let's just say he comes back and the knee is good. I really think that. Luca and KP will be the European or can be the European version combo and well of Kobe and Shaq. What do you think about that Whoa. combo? Kobe and Shaq? Wow, that's tough, man. It's early, but you never know. Um, I don't think I don't think either of them will be a dominant in the paint player like Shaq, but I could definitely see them building a dynasty around it if they put the right pieces around them. I mean, Luca, in my opinion, is a future MVP type player and KP has that same kind of potential to be honest you know he's a great rim protector um on the defensive side and on the offensive side his perimeter skills for somebody seven foot is just phenomenal so with with uh KP it's just about staying healthy and you're you're right about the dynasty part um Mm -hmm. as comparing them as players I don't think there's anybody right really gonna be Shaq Shaq anytime soon or even Colby you know they're their own guys but I can see what you're I can see a dynasty built, being built there. And another thing is, this Warriors thing is not going to last forever. Definitely, there's not, just no. too many guys. There's too many guys that need to get paid. Um, I don't think they're all going to sacrifice. I think Clay would be a good fit for the Lakers. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Like LeBron plays great with shooters, so you know Dallas could emerge as a great team in the West. This is a great building block, great That's building great. block, great start for them. I'll go even a little one better. I'll go with the Twin Towers of Dave Robinson and Tim Duncan, and even we'll even go with Hakeem Olajuwon and uh, Ralph Sampson back in the day. You know, that right. that's what they remind me of. Kobe and Shaq was more of an inside-outside presence. But to have two seven-footers with the skill set that they have is just absolutely unbelievable in today's NBA. Well, well I mean, I mean, Luca is a perimeter player, and he's not quite seven feet. Yeah, but yeah. What you're uh, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm saying with the height and everything like that, right, you know, right, that's right. that's what they remind me of. Okay, you know, but and with the yeah. w- and with the with the standings too, you know, the Mavs are right there in the thick of things too for that eight spot, so they could really go in and mess yeah. things up if they really wanted to. It would be cool to see Luca and. Um, Porzingis in the playoffs, you know that'd be a cool sight. That that would be crazy. So, combo yeah. man, listen, man, me and Will appreciate you coming on. We we you know you're a busy guy, so thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, giving us a few minutes of um of your time, man. Thank you so so much, man. Anytime, man. I'm always happy being here. Let's let let let's. I want to let your listeners know one thing, man. Um. Sometimes you, we got to really play and watch the game of basketball. I know all this stuff, this hype, this trade rumors is big, but, you know, there's actually games being played, and let's watch them once in a while. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. Also, too, congratulations on 
you becoming a father, man. Yes, Combo. Just wanted to just throw that out there. Congratulations. Yeah, man. On becoming little a father. Combo's coming. Little Combo's coming soon, man. I might even start an Instagram for him, so be on the lookout. Okay. Let's do that, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And the first two people, the father one, will be Will and me, bro. Absolutely. Let's get it, man. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for that. Um, I'll bring a little combo by the station, and we'll we'll have him on your podcast. Combo, bro, definitely, man. Um, before you go, tell the people when and where they can listen to your show, please. Every Tuesday, Combo's Court Podcast. It's available on your Apple Podcast app and Spotify. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Be on the lookout every every Tuesday. Um, I'm 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 glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you, man. Thank, thank you, you for, so so much. Man. Thank you for coming on. Anytime, anytime. Talk to you soon. All right, Combo. That was one, two, Combo, a.k.a. Andrew Salop. Will, appreciate that, man, making some time to come and talk to us, man. Go follow Combo at O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. <laughs> That's one, two, Combo on Instagram. And and he has some fly-ass socks. He has a fly-ass shirt. Combo got some gear, too, man. And we'll love to see that one-on-one with him and Rabbi Trill. I mean... Well, I will pay top dollar. Absolutely. That would be to awesome. see that. That would be great. Everybody drew. That would be great. A game of like 21 or something yeah, in or the park, horse, you know? Or horse or, horse. or something, right? That would be crazy. That'd be-